Welcome to a new episode of The Crowds, the German podcast, an episode about a political thriller and the possible end of Angela Merkel. And we start off today with a challenge. I have a name for you and you try to repeat it. The name is Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer. Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer. The reason I introduce you to her, she's a 56-year-old woman, the reason is she could be our new Merkel, our new head of government. Last Friday, something special happened in Germany. After 18 years, Angela Merkel stepped down as leader of the conservative middle-right party CDU, which is the strongest party we have in the country. In Germany, we have the concept or situation that the leader of the majority party can be our head of government. It's usually the case. However, unlike in the UK, these are two different positions, chairman of the majority party and chancellor, so head of government. What happened? Why did Angela Merkel step down? Was kind of forced to step down? For how much longer is she actually going to be in charge? Is her end coming within the next weeks or months? And who is the new strong woman in Germany? Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer. All these questions, they will have an impact on German, but also European and world politics. I will answer them or try to answer them in the next minutes. And we start with Angela Merkel, last week once again named the most powerful woman in the world for eight years in a row now. And after the G20 summit in Argentina the other week, um, she had to wait for her plane. So she walked through Buenos Aires, had a nice dinner in a steakhouse. And when she came out of the steakhouse, hundreds of people were waiting outside, applauding and chanting her name. That shows something I've realized whenever I'm abroad. Outside of Germany, she has an excellent reputation. People admire her, a strong woman responsible for the successful economy in Germany and stability in the country, always polite, calm, modest. And since she has allowed around a million refugees to come to Germany in 2015, and especially after the election of Donald Trump, she got in the media the title leader of the free world. In her home country, however, especially since the so-called refugee crisis, people are not happy anymore with Mutti, a German nickname for Mama uh, or Mom. Angela Merkel never had a vision for the country. She was always just reacting. Therefore, people didn't have to worry about any controversial projects or reforms. Mutti was taking care of all of that. We never had a situation like they have it in France, for example, right now. She actually didn't do that much in the first 10 years as Chancellor of Germany, nothing that brought the Germans out of their comfort zone. Her biggest strength was always her instinct, her tactical moves. Most important for her was always to stay in power. All she did had to serve that goal, to stay in power. Therefore, she stole a lot of ideas from other parties, especially from the Social Democrats, the second biggest party in Germany at that time. By realizing their ideas, people had no reason to vote for these parties anymore. You got it all with Angie. In 2013, she was so popular that the slogan for her campaign basically was, you know me. Content, new ideas, plans, projects, not needed because you know me. And then 2015 happened. Hundreds of thousands of refugees were stuck in other European countries, especially in Hungary. And Merkel suddenly said, you can come to Germany. She didn't open the borders. That's a myth. Because in the European Union, the borders are always open. However, she allowed refugees to come to Germany. And in the first weeks, there was a big euphoria in Germany. People were welcoming refugees at the train station. Since then, thousands of people all over the country do amazing work as volunteers, offering language classes and support with like the complicated German bureaucracy that is still happening in all parts of Germany. However, as you have maybe heard in the news, the atmosphere in Germany has changed. It has become quite hostile. Since years, there are protests against Merkel's refugee policy. 
There are attacks against or on refugee homes. The far-right party AFD got 13% of the votes in the last general election. And Merkel's approval rates reached an all-time low. But to say that's all due to her refugee policy would be wrong. The problems go way deeper because she loves to be on international stage, big summits, solving the world's problems. However, she wasn't that bothered with home policy over the last years. In Germany, we have the biggest low-wage labor market in whole Western Europe. If you were cynical, you could say, when Merkel took over, a lot of people had no jobs. Now they have even two or three jobs, but still need financial support by the government. Especially in rural areas, there are no good jobs, no buses running, no hospitals, schools shutting down. This week, I've watched a documentary about places in Germany without phone connection, no internet, a life like 50 years ago. When I was in Thailand on a ferry to an island, I had 4G. I'm on a train in Germany or even some parts of the highway between Frankfurt and Munich and I have neither phone connection nor internet. Internet in Germany is one of the worst in Europe. So you can't say the economy has become way better, way stronger since Merkel took over. The life of the people, however, not really. They are frustrated and refugees are easy to blame. The real issue is that the government hasn't done enough to solve the daily life problems of the people. And all the parties, as well as the media, are focused on refugees and protests rather than these issues. Every chancellor in Germany has a legacy, something they will always be remembered for. And she will always be the refugee chancellor. And I'm sure she's fine with that because it's something positive. However, one thing has become quite obvious over the last one or two years. Merkel can't win the people back. After two state elections in Bavaria and Hesse in uh, October that went really, really bad for her party, she knew that she had to do something. So before anyone else did it, she said, this term is going to be my last one as chancellor. And she will step down as leader of CDU. And then something crazy happened. The first time since the 1970s, there was actually an election with different candidates in the conservative party, CDU. The most conservative of these candidates was Jens Spahn for his party super young, with just 39 years. And he's always been a critic of Merkel's refugee policy. The only liberal position he has is about same-sex marriage, because that gave him the chance to marry his husband. He's very diligent as health minister at the moment. However, he had never like a real chance. At the end, he got 15%, which was not too bad. So maybe at some point in the future, we will talk about him, Jens Spahn. The reason he didn't have a real chance was another candidate who came out of nowhere. Merkel's old rival, Friedrich Merz. She took his position as parliamentary party leader 16 years ago. He left politics because of Merkel. So that he got kicked out by her and now he could kick her out 16 years after the most powerful woman in the world. That was a big story. He got by far the most media coverage at the beginning. Friedrich Merz was also the hope for all conservatives who were disappointed by Merkel's policy, especially regarding the refugees. People saw in him the savior of the conservatives in Germany. Because he is conservative, a great orator, he has good connections and he is a man. After 18 years with a woman, that would have been quite a relief for some people in the party. But Friedrich Merz did a few mistakes. At some point, all the media coverage he had started to focus on his money. In the past 10 years, he served on boards of various very successful companies like BlackRock, one of the largest asset managers in the world. And in an interview, he got the very simple question, are you a millionaire? Instead of saying, yeah, I've worked hard, I did well, now I'm financially independent, he refused to answer. Instead, he said he thinks he's upper middle class. The issue is, as a millionaire, as a multimillionaire, 
you're not upper middle class in Germany. Getting under pressure, he thought he could win voters on the right side with questioning the right of asylum seekers in Germany. That backfired. And days before the election, he recommended stocks as a good way to make sure that you don't get poor when you retire. So his biggest problem was he was a very qualified candidate, but he didn't connect with normal people. And that's why just by a few votes, Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer won the election in the end. She is the new leader of the Conservative Party. And she did it with a Merkel tactic. She didn't get nervous when her competitor Friedrich Merz got all the media coverage at the beginning. She did what Merkel always has done when men around her were loud and made a big show. She waited. When Merz got weaker and made mistakes, she introduced her plans and focused on her ideas. Also, Merkel had installed her as general secretary of the party half a year before. And Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer took the chance and toured through whole Germany and talked to people on all levels of her party. That made her quite popular. So the question is, who is she? Is she a new Merkel? Yes, but no. Yes, she's a woman. For some people, that still seems to be a thing. Yes, she likes to solve problems in a quiet, calm, rational way. As Merkel, she can be quite tough, way tougher than you think, if she needs to be. And she's always supported Merkel's general policy, also towards refugees. But she's way better with people. Contact with normal people was always a bit of a problem for Merkel. She didn't like it that much. Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer has definitely more skills there. Also, she's more conservative than Merkel. Merkel didn't support same-sex marriage, for example. She blocked it for quite a while. Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer is openly against it. Her son told in an interview that they both fight about this issue quite often. And Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer supports an advertising ban for doctors who perform abortions. Both of these issues, so same-sex marriage as well as um, an advertising ban for doctors who perform abortions, um, are due to her very Catholic education, but still seem out of time. On the other hand, she's very liberal in most social issues. While Merkel lost the contact to normal or poorer people in Germany, social support is something that is important to Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer. So she's definitely not the perfect candidate, but out of the three, she's the closest to continuous Merkel's policy without a swing to the right. And she's very likely to keep Merkel in power, at least for a while. If her competitor Friedrich Merz had won, he probably would have done to Merkel what she has done to him, kick her out. Because although these are two different jobs, the party leader will always find a way to make that happen. However, if the CDU still loses local, regional, state elections and get a bad result at the EU election next year, the situation could change. There are rumors that Merkel could resign a year early so that Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer can show the German voters that she's capable of doing the job. But for now, it seems that Merkel will stay in power until the next elections in 2021. And the weird thing is, Germans love stability. Since Merkel has announced that she's going to leave office after the next election, she's getting popular again. Before that decision, she had approval rates around 30% within a month and she didn't do anything special. She has won 30%. So now she has approval rates of around 60%. So maybe Merkel will stay in power for a few more years and you don't have to worry about the name Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer. Big summits with Donald Trump, Justin Trudeau, Vladimir Putin, Emmanuel Macron and Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer. But even if we will ever be in that situation, there is a solution. Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer has a nickname, a short version. Her first letters, AKK. That's officially approved by her, so you can just call her AKK. I was speaking to a friend about it the other day and he asked, so KKK? And I was like, no. KKK is something else. Literally something else. It's AKK. 
the new powerful woman in Germany's conservative party, CDU, and maybe in a few months or years, the next head of government, AKK. After the weird German name, Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer, next week we will have a new weird German word. And it's about dating, kind of, or at least a situation you definitely have experienced. But you never knew that there is actually a word for it. Next Thursday in a new episode of The Crowds, the German podcast.